Welcome back to the Ace Music Podcast Network. This is the Ace Music Newscast, where Simon Via and myself, Nick Geraci, go over everything that's going on in the music world this week. Unfortunately, Simon is not here this week, so you'll just have to listen to me talk for the whole time. Hopefully that's not too bad. But we're going to go ahead and get right into this week's top stories. Fish's Trey Anastasio is set to play Manhattan's first fully vaccinated, full-capacity indoor show. The show is set to have 2,700 vaccinated music fans, and he will be performing two sets at the Beacon Theater June 22nd and June 23rd. Promoters were actively booking 100% capacity and fully vaccinated shows in hope of encouraging unvaccinated music fans to get their vaccine. This is great news. Um, I've Whether you like fish or not, it doesn't matter who it is. It's the idea that shows are coming back, and I love in addition to it, that promoters are trying to get these fully vaccinated shows to encourage others to go out and get their vaccine. Um, Because, I mean, that's crucial at this point. Like, we're trying to we're trying to end this right. We're trying to get out of this and we're trying to move forward and just put it behind us. Honestly, Uh, most people I know have just gotten their vaccine and they're ready to ready to just keep keep moving on, you know, keep their life going and um, I, I just think it's great that Manhattan's opening back up such a densely populated area and they're going to start playing shows. I mean, the last show I saw in New York City was Pixies at Brooklyn Steel. And that was Thanksgiving weekend of like 2018, 2019. Um, but I'm I'm just happy shows are coming back. I can't wait to see another show in New York City. Those are always crazy shows and usually the best shows too usually the best artists are always playing new york city it's the same thing with like other big cities la chicago but it's just great it's i can't in case you couldn't tell i'm very happy <laughs> to see shows coming back so um yeah that's that's fantastic uh going across the border out to serbia their exit festival will offer coronavirus vaccines to international artists and festival goers The Exit Festival, who are also offering 3,000 free festival tickets to medical workers, has partnered with the Siberian Ministry, or the, sorry, not Siberian, the Serbian Ministry of Health to organize a few thousand coronavirus vaccine doses for international and visitors to the festival. Uh, My question is, will future festivals and concerts go a similar route? So going back to that last story, how promoters for the Trey Anastasio show were trying to encourage people to get vaccinated i feel like this is in that same vein of using concerts and music as a a encouragement device for people to go out and get their vaccine i know there's a lot of you know vaccine anxiety like oh my god what are the side effects and everything but i i think at this point we've kind of seen what we can expect you know there's they're doing lots of studies and everything um so I love it. I love that we're using music as a as an encourager. Um, I'm I'm not going to go to Serbia for this festival, but I'm sure somebody there's going to be many people who would go and love to see this and also get vaccinated for it. Like it's a two birds one stone type of situation, and that's fantastic. But moving on to two birds, Eminem and Post Malone uh, collaboration appears to be teased online. Um, The pair originally planned to collaborate, but plans fell through due to timing conflicts. 
videographer Cole Bennett, who worked on previous Eminem videos, tweeted out a picture of a souvenir from Post Malone's Posty Fest with a cryptic caption. This could be an interesting collaboration in my eyes. Um, I think both of them have their own merits and talents, and it would be pretty cool to see what they could do. Post Malone is... he. I feel like he works with everybody and anybody. Whoever wants to make a song with him, he's down. And uh, so that's going to be cool. I'm I'm excited to listen to that and see what they got to offer. And if the videographer is tweeting pictures, we might get a music video as well. So I'm very excited to see what uh, they will offer. Because I can't tell you the last time I've listened to a new Eminem song. <laughs> like new material. I've I'm with the older generation believing that he fell off or maybe the Paul McCartney theory that he died and was replaced by a lookalike. And that's why he's, his music is just not the same. I don't know. But regardless, I'm excited. And hopefully you guys are too. Moving on to another music festival, Green Day, Muse, and Volbeat are set to headline Rock Am Ring and Rock and Park 2022. Uh, the previous two years of the German music festivals were canceled due to the worldwide pandemic. The Offspring, Louis Capaldi, and Weezer, among others, are set to perform as well. This will be a really cool show. I always love watching the Rock M Ring performances and everything on YouTube. Like I've always watched all my old favorite bands from when the festivals first started up until today. And I just love going on youtube to watch concert videos i feel like i talk about this in every single episode of this podcast but i mean it you know (laughs) i think it's cool um it's great for music lovers who either on a tight budget or we're not in the same area like this is in germany i'm not gonna go to germany for this although i'd love to but that just is not realistic so what can you do Moving on, uh, Lord is announcing a third album. She's coming out of quote-unquote retirement. She retired after her last album in 2017, Melodrama, and she will be performing at Barcelona's Primavera Festival alongside the likes of Tame Impala, The Strokes, and Tyler, The Creator. I was a big fan of Lord uh, when Melodrama dropped. I loved Pure Heroin. I thought that was a masterpiece, and I really enjoyed just sitting back and listening to it it was a very um what's the word i'm looking for kind of like i don't know it was just this the sonic qualities of the album just kind of take you to a different place and you can really just shut off your brain and listen to it um unfortunately i did not feel the same way about melodrama i know a lot of people really did like it but to me it was just a little too slow like, Pure Heroin was definitely already slow and um, already moody in a way. And I feel like Melodrama just took that, well, it's the name of the album. What <laughs> what do you expect, you know? But uh, continuing on and announcing new album releases, this Friday, June 11th, we'll have King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards Butterfly 3000. Now, if you remember, Simon and I talked about this album, and they called it a auto stereogram. Or something like that, meaning they were trying to come to create a 3D space using only sound. And so that this is going to be an interesting album to listen to. There were no singles leading up to it, so we have no idea what to expect. And you bet I will be streaming it the day it comes out. 
Mammoth WVH will be releasing their self-titled debut album. And for those of you who don't know, WVH stands for Wolfgang Van Halen, the son of Van Halen's lead guitarist, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, and the name Mammoth comes from the original name of the band Van Halen. So there's a little bit of Van Halen trivia for you. Um, I went ahead and I listened to the first two singles that he released for this. And I got to say, it's pretty good. Com- like living up to your father's footsteps, like living up to filling your father's shoes when your dad is Eddie Van Halen is just a crazy thing to think about. Like your dad is a guitar virtuoso. He like will go down in history. He's legendary. He he like made famous of a way of playing guitar that is now um, crucial to a lot of people's playing. And and I think that's crazy. And to be the son of that is way too much pressure that I think I could handle. But here he is out here making his own album completely self-recorded the whole thing did every single part drums you know keys bass guitar singing did it all and uh, i believe he'll be touring this album which will be cool but the two singles were great and they don't sound like van halen first of all so anybody looking for new van halen-esque music you're gonna have to look a little further because this isn't it but it is it's got a good hard rock sound that I think will uh, resonate with a lot of people, especially Van Halen fans, because it's the dude's son. But moving on to the pop world, Maroon 5 will be releasing their new album, Jordy, this Friday. And Migos will be releasing their new album, Culture 3, this Friday. I have not had the chance to listen to any of the lead singles off those albums, but um, I'm sure Migos will put out something pretty cool. There's got to be a at least one hit single off that album because I feel like they usually have something and then Maroon 5 of course they're a powerhouse in pop music so what what more is there to say really about them other than I'm sure they will have something come off that album Liam Gallagher of Oasis responds to Noel Gallagher his brother his reunion price uh, for the band Oasis saying Liam would do it for free Noel put a hundred million dollar pound price tag on putting the band back together earlier this week. And Liam Gallagher, who, if you know anything about Oasis and why they split up back in 2009, it was the two brothers just not getting along. And uh, a lot of people were very, very disappointed with that. Um, I can imagine. And, you know, Oasis has so many good songs. Um, I've heard people call Oasis the Beatles of the 90s and early 2000s and that was crazy to me because i don't think they necessarily hit the point that the beatles hit when i'm talking like popularity and everything but oasis is still not a laughing matter there they were a huge band back in the day and still stick around to have those great songs and there will always be that guy at a party that pulls out the acoustic guitar and starts playing wonderwall (laughs) moving on out in the bronx new york Nas, LL Cool J, Fat Joe, and more break ground on the site of the new Universal Hip Hop Museum. This museum is set to open in 2023 in the Bronx, and the museum will be dedicated to solely rap music and its history. So this is interesting to me because I haven't really uh, professed my disdain for the Rock and Roll Music Hall of Fame, but uh, I, I feel like this touches on it, and I think... These guys are almost giving a jab at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Um, and I use the term rock and roll very loosely. Uh, if you follow that at all, a lot of the people who have been inducted recently have not necessarily been rock and roll or punk or any subdivision of rock and roll. It's been pop. Like Donna Summer got in. I think the Bee Gees are in. And it got to a point where people were like, well, wait a second. And then they started inducting Ron DMC. And you can argue, oh, they had Walk This Way with Aerosmith. And it's like, yeah, but like that was Aerosmith's song. They were featured on it. And then you could also go ahead and argue that, well, rap is technically an extension of rock because of the way music split up. You know, we started with the blues and then that divided into rock and roll, R&B. R&B kind of went a route that led into rap. And as did rock and roll, they almost like cross over a few times if you really look in depth at it. Um, but going back to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like there were bands that were rock and roll titans of their times not being inducted. It took Kiss forever to get in. It took Deep Purple. I don't even know if Deep Purple's in it yet. Um and it was just like, and then there were some bands who were not rock and roll and then were eligible the first year or like they got in the first year they were eligible. For those of you who don't know, some of the criteria you have to meet is your debut album has to come out 25 years ago. And then you had to have obviously stuck around for that whole time and really shown that you were a powerhouse and something, a force to be reckoned with, if you will. Um, but with the Universal Hip Hop Museum, I'm kind of excited about it because they really they really seem to be focusing on hip hop and rap. Like that is what the museum is going to be about and I think that is great because when you think about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you would go and you would see pop and you'd see rap and you'd see all these other genres that like might have a little bit to do with rock and roll, but it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, I could go on and on about this. <laughs> But it's exciting to see, and it's in the Bronx, so I'll definitely check it out um, in a couple of years when it opens, um, if I'm still going to New York at that time. I travel a lot at the moment, but we'll, who knows what could happen in two years, so we'll see. But bringing it on home to the local news, the local Orlando band Rocco English will play their final show at Uncle Lou's Entertainment Hall. On Monday, June 21st at 7 p.m. Admission is free. However, donations will be accepted. This band has been around for a while. On a previous episode, we talked about the, the album they released and people were just waiting for it. They are a celebrated local Orlando band. They have lots of people that enjoy them, love going to see their shows. I mean, I remember seeing them and they were wearing dresses on stage before Harry Styles did it. So... Not saying they influenced Harry Styles, but uh, <laughs> they definitely stole something. Or he definitely stole something from them. But uh, a few other bands will be there. Jen in the Right Light will also be performing that night. And then later in July, on the 16th, a band called the Smashing Pixies will be covering the Big Four of Grunge at Will's Pub. The tribute band will cover Nirvana, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, and Alice in Chains on July 16th, 2021. Doors open at 8 p.m. and tickets can be purchased at MontgomeryDrive.com for $10 or at the door for $15. This is going to be an interesting show, <laughs> to say the least. A band called Smashing Pixies covering neither of the bands that their name is based off of. 
but instead four of like the best grunge bands. Um, so I'm definitely considering heading out to this, seeing if I can get some friends to go out with me. There's nothing worse than going to shows alone. I'll do it, but uh, you know, it just it's always fun to have somebody there with you and, and enjoying the show, and you know, just really listening to the music. But that's all the news we got for this week. I want to thank you guys for listening. Hopefully next week my co-host Simon will be back and you can listen to us prattle about all the other stuff that will be in the news that week. But tune in more next time. Tune in more next time. How about just tune in next time for more is what I meant to say. And uh, be sure to be sure to check out our new artist spotlight show also on the Ace Music Podcast Network and be on the lookout for new shows and new episodes coming out every week on the Ace Music Podcast Network. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you next week.